Hello, everyone. This is Reb Brad, and you're listening to the Soccer Chaplains United podcast from the Touchline. If you're a podcast regular and you've been listening to our Lesson from Lasso series, then you can go ahead and skip ahead a minute and a half to start the pod for the day. Well, it's been almost 25 years for me as a volunteer chaplain and press officer in and around professional football, soccer, as we like to call it here in the U.S., And with that in mind, I've been offering this occasional series entitled Lessons from Lasso, essentially giving a chaplain's perspective on some of the things we see in the hit TV show meshed up with my own experiences in the game. All the while trying to be careful not to over-spiritualize what's on the screen, but commenting on some of the elements I believe can be great points of personal and professional development, no matter what your role or relationship with soccer. So whether you're an athlete, a coach, a staff member, or executive, or even a fan of soccer or of the Ted Lasso show, I hope you'll find this series fun, creative, and having a little bit of everything for everyone that's in and around the game. Thank you for listening to the From the Touchline podcast. Here we go with another lesson from Ted Lasso. He's found the space, and he's found the back of the net. Just a little off foot, thinking he's going to go far post. Not strong enough with his right hand. Whips that one in. Far post, almost made him in. And they have. He has the hat trick. The second in his career. The third of the night. The hat trick hero. Talked about you're not going to be able to sustain that kind of pressure. To the corner. Goes towards the near post. And you're at the angle. And what a goal! What a goal! Today's lesson from Lasso we see Coach's humble personality come across in a bit of a different way. Standing on the sidelines with Coach Beard and a tag-along for the day reporter Trent Krim. It's not long before Krim asks if Coach Lasso has devised the play that he sees unfolding before him on the training pitch. Oh, no, no, no. This is all cooked up by our very own Nate the Great, Lasso replies. Who is Nate the Great, Krim asks. Nate the kit man, or equipment manager, if you're unfamiliar with the term, gets the credit and the praise of the coaching staff whilst Lasso receives... Critical critique from Krim. Do you mean to tell me you're entrusting a Premier League team's attack to a kit man? It's unheard of. Coaches coach. Kit men, well, they put the kit together. They take care of the wash, they pick up the cones, and they do all manner of jobs around the club that might be seen as menial or lower tasks associated with a football team. Krim is incredulous. Is Coach Lasso simply being irresponsible? Well, certainly Lasso's already made an impression with the unimpressed Trent Krim. He shakes his hand, asks him to call him by his first name, lets him watch the training session, and now Lasso gives credit where credit is due. It's the lowly kit man who's designed the play. Now, Coach Lasso could have taken the credit. No one needed to know where the play came from. Only one or two people might have known Coach Beard, who's you know loyal to Coach Lasso, Nate. And certainly no one would have thought twice if Coach Lasso appropriates the idea and names it as his own. Now, just a side piece here, I feel like these lessons from Lasso are so far behind. I mean, here we are in episode three of season one, and season three is already in the works. But maybe there's more divine intervention at work with all this. I say that because the other day, my wife and I got in a little bit of a fight. We were both wanting credit for something. It went beyond two parents being proud of a child's accomplishment It was really two people trying to take credit for something. It was selfish and a little bit of an ugly moment. It reminded me of this forever struggle in the football club. There are seemingly few people in and around the beautiful game who are willing to truly give credit where credit is due. 
in the hundreds of people I've encountered in soccer, whether as a press officer or as a chaplain, I can maybe list on a single hand people who have properly acknowledged people for their contributions, big or small, toward a success or achievement in football. Most want the praise, the glory, the money, the promotion for themselves. This isn't just a problem in football. It's a problem in the world, even in church and religious circles. Plagiarism, theft, lying, in all these places, it's rampant. Long ago, during the Hebrew prophet Jeremiah's time, there was a massive problem going on amongst the religious leaders. Certain false prophets were stealing words from true prophets and claiming that God had spoken to them. These prophets were purposely using the lingo and language of authenticity. They would take the words spoken by those honest and true, and they'd twist and turn it for their own purposes, or make claims that a word of knowledge had come to them from God for the people. Essentially, they were stealing the credit. Perhaps to somehow ascend in the eyes of the people, whether becoming more famous or rich or powerful or popular. And so we read these words in Jeremiah 23.30. Therefore, declares the Lord, I am against the prophets who steal words from one another, words supposedly from me. Friend, no matter who you are in football or to what level you ascend in the game, heed these words, learn from Lasso, and never fail to give credit where credit is due. It's better in the eyes of God, better in the eyes of others, and it's better for you. Well, thanks for listening to this lesson from Ted Lasso. This is Reb Brad coming to you from the Touchline.